Welcome to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty, featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. For the past 36 years, Shepherd has served its neighbors on the Near East side of Indianapolis, providing a range of services and support designed to end generational poverty. My name is Tim Swearens, and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States and how each of us can help our neighbors break the cycle of poverty. Today's episode focuses on a very special time of year at Shepherd as Christmas draws near. Jay, thank you for inviting us today to be a part of Christmas at Shepherd. I know it's a time of year that holds uh, great meaning for you and the team and a time when great memories are made. It's also a time when our neighbors' needs are perhaps greater than ever. Uh, Jay, what stands out for you as we think about Christmas at Shepherd? Well, if we think of Christmas 2021, uh, we, we're not only thinking of Christmas and we're not only thinking of COVID, but we're thinking of inflation. And uh, our families are being hit and pushed in so many different ways. Uh, while incomes may be rising for some, it isn't for everyone. And we are still in this challenge time when, you know, mom and dad want to be able to provide for their family. They want to be able to, to care and, and show that in this wonderful season of gift giving. I think that we are working to find those incredible ways to empower our families during this season. Not to do for, but to do with. And, and so we have a, a, a wonderful program, our Christmas store. We actually do two Christmas stores. Uh, the first one will just take place shortly uh, in just the next few weeks. And what happens is kids get to shop for their parents. And uh, it's a very special time to see the enthusiasm for the kids because they're getting to do something that they normally can't do, which is uh, give a gift to the people they love. And this came out of a time when the Indianapolis Colts had some of the players had taken some of our students shopping and the kids bought things for their family. And we realized we needed to do something to empower them. And so we, we do that and that sort of leads into then at the right before Christmas, we do a Christmas store, and that's one for the parents, where we enable the parents to be able to shop for the their students, and and to be able to provide, and they'll uh, get about one hundred and fifty dollars worth of gifts: new toys, hats, gloves, socks, underwear. They pay five dollars per family, and we take that money and donate it somewhere else to try and help our families. Uh, feel that they have a sense of giving as well, that it's not just, this isn't just handout, but we're going to take their money. And last year we were able to help provide Christmas on the reservation uh, out in Arizona on the Navajo reservation. And this year we're looking to help uh, with some work in Western Africa. But we, we want to take this and and help this opportunity. Parents be able to provide. So they shop. We have volunteers here who help wrap the gifts. And then the, the gifts are from mom and dad. They're not from us. Uh, the kids don't know that we're part of it, and that's the way we want it. So the needs certainly don't go away during the holidays. Uh, Jay, how, how can people listening to this podcast help meet those needs? Well, I think donations for the Christmas store, and you can go to our website, and, and there's a place on there where you can shop and have things uh, delivered here. You know, one of the things, uh, Tim, we've talked about is inflation is having a challenge. When 
when meat is up 12% and when uh, utility costs are going up, when gasoline for your car is going up, and all of these things hit our neighbors first. I was reading an article recently that said the pandemic has disproportionately impacted the poor. And so we see that, and now we see uh, inflation coming in and grocery prices increasing, or if they're maintaining, it means the boxes are getting smaller Mm -hmm. or whatever is in those boxes there's less of. I I can remember, I'm 56, I can remember as a kid when I would open the cereal box and it would be full, and then I'd have to dig my hand all the way through to get the 3D trading card out of the bottom. Well, now I could stick both of my hands in, and if there was anything in there, reach it and still not hit any of the cereal. Uh, that there's these hidden ways that inflation impacts our neighbors. And so we're trying ways people could help is it, donations of those types of items. We're trying to get eggs into their homes with a great partnership with Hatch. We're also dealing with issues uh, where we're trying to get milk. Protein is important. And, uh, and, and we're thankful for great partnerships we have with Midwest Food, with gleaners that help us in that. But the, people can donate items in, in those ways that is, is another practical way. The other thing that I was just talking to somebody about, the things that we don't think about, but uh, laundry detergent is so expensive. And, and if you do get SNAP or food stamps, you can't use it for that, for feminine hygiene, for diapers. Those are all items that are very precious. Sam- shampoo and soap. Those are things that our, our neighbors need and uh, we want to help provide them. Besides just on Christmas Day, we want to provide for them year-round. Yes. So it's a, it's a joyful time of year, uh, Christmas and all that it means to us. But how do you balance that the joy of the season with the ongoing essential hard work of helping meet neighbors' needs? Well, I think the thing I try to remind our neighbors is we're not here for one holiday. We're here for 12 months. And when, when you support a place like Shepherd, you're supporting a day in and day out, week in, week out, month in, month out of support, where we're helping those families get the skills so they don't maybe need us next Christmas, where they're maybe giving as opposed to receiving, that we're helping them with the jobs. And, and I think that's an important differentiator, but it's, it's a great reminder. Uh, we For Thanksgiving, we were able to get out almost 400 uh, Thanksgiving totes that we sent to people's homes for, for the holiday. And then on Thanksgiving Day, in partnership with Moselle Sanders, we did almost 500 meals and delivered those. Those are great for that day, but we don't want to stop there. We don't want to celebrate in that they ate for today. We want them to be able to eat for a lifetime. And so we're wanting to make sure we're emphasizing education and helping kids overcome the learning loss of the last two years. We want to help move them forward so that they can achieve the things that they were created for. Yeah. So it's hard to believe, but 2021 is is nearing the end already, it seems. It's been a fast year. Another pandemic year, another year of, of really unprecedented challenges. What what are you going to take away from 2021? What lessons learned that you'll take with you in the into the next year? Well, we have a lot to be thankful for, and we have been blessed. And folks have rallied around our neighbors, and we've seen our neighbors rallying around each other. We've been able to see some really cool things this year, and it's been a year of progress. Uh, we, there's no static, you know, we're not stopping and just trying to hold our own. We're moving forward. We're uh, just days away from opening our new library 
and we're excited about that. We've started the home delivery in partnership with cleaners, and we're seeing great benefits to meeting families on their front porches and learning from them. We, we saw a great summer of progress in helping our kids catch up academically. There's been a lot of, of blessings this year, and so we have a lot to be thankful for. Yes, there are a lot of challenges, and COVID continues to remind us that we don't know the future, but we know the person who holds the future. And so our hope is in, is in the baby of Christmas. As as we look forward to 2022, uh, what are what are the top priorities for Shepherd? And I stress that word top because Jay, I know you you've got a long list of things that you want to get done next year. But what what are the top priorities? I think to continue to execute around our jobs pipeline and getting our folks um, equipped along the A B C A job B better job C career. It's also continuing in our food distribution and helping meet the basic needs so that we can bring other services to bear. I think it's continuing in our remedial education program that by the fall of 23, we want our kids to 90% of them to at least be at grade level, if not further. And I think the new thing for us is medical transportation, where we're going to help our neighbors be able to find their way to their appointments and then do follow-up and, and helping them make sure they keep their appointments. But getting there is key. And so many of our neighbors in the current system have missed appointments, and that's really important. And so we're going to, uh, in a partnership with the state, move forward with trying to provide that for our neighbors and use that as a way to go deeper with health. Well, we certainly have a lot to pray about as we as we enter 2022. But but before we get there, uh, just to share with our listeners uh, about Christmas at Shepherd, what it means, what it means to you, and what it means to the team. Well, it's exciting, it's exhausting, it's exhilarating, it's all of the above. Um, but we get to see our neighbors, and uh, that's been difficult uh, through COVID. And we want to find all as many ways as possible to engage in the life, but to see the smiles, not just of the kids, of the parents, and, and knowing that we've invested in those parents. Um, and then we'll be helping with Christmas food baskets. And, you know, these are all the different things that we're trying to do. But it's just a joyous time because you're engaging with folks and we're so blessed to see so many people step up and say, we're going to invest in the folks of the Near East Side through Shepherd Community. People don't give to Shepherd, they give to our neighbors. And we're just the vehicle, and, and we are reminded of that. And so it's a blessing to see people investing in our neighbors. Well, well thank you, Jay. And, and thank you to all of you listening today for the great support you've shown to our neighbors and to Shepherd in 2021. You're a great blessing to many, many people, and it's, it's greatly appreciated. As we wrap up, we want to say Merry Christmas and to pray that you have a great Christmas season and a great New Year with your loved ones. Thank you again. A Merry Christmas from Shepherd. Feliz Navidad. <laughs>